Are you looking for senior care for your mom or dad but don't know where to start? Hi, I'm Jen London with The Place for Mom. Nobody knows your parent or loved one better than you, and nobody knows senior living better than the experts at A Place for Mom. They've helped thousands of families find the right place for their mom or dad. I was so glad that I called A Place for Mom. My advisor really listened and was truly my partner in finding senior care for my dad. She went out of her way to get to know him as a person and was always there whenever I had a question. The senior living advisors at A Place for Mom partner with thousands of families every month, listening and offering local knowledge and advice to help find the best senior living communities across the country. And it's a free service. Here's the number. Call A Place for Mom at 1-800-370-2715. There's a place for answers, A Place for Mom. Call today. Call A Place for Mom at 1-800-370-2715. That's 1-800-370-2715. The following is a live copyrighted presentation. Ladies and gentlemen, it's time now for RadioLawTalk.com with your host, Frederick Penny, attorney at law. And now, RadioLawTalk.com. Welcome back to Hour 2 of the most exciting, entertaining, and sometimes informative Show on Earth. Those of you who are just joining us, welcome. Uh, you can jo- you can join us live at all times at www.radiolawtalk.com or 855-LAW-RADIO. I'm Frederick Penny, your host with Todd Cunin and our illustrious producer, Cal Hunter, behind the glass. We have so much fun here on this show. This is not a boring show. Every time I talk to someone that they like hear about the thing, our show, they're like, Radio Law Talk, boring. No. No, listen to it. And then afterwards, they become fans like, oh, my gosh, that's the most fun, entertaining, crazy show on earth. That is the exact same response I get. They Radio Law Talk, what? And they start to oh, hit the snooze. But the only thing that will make you snooze about Radio Law Talk are the disclaimers that we have to give. Disclaimers that let you know that what you hear on Radio Law Talk is for entertainment purposes only. This is not to be construed as legal advice, advice that you can rely upon as you deal with matters that you face on a daily basis. You are encouraged to seek your own counsel, and by all means, if you find yourself in court, do not say, well, Your Honor, this is my position because Todd, Fred, and or Denise and Cal said so on Radio Law Talk. You can say that at the dinner table. You can say that when you are meeting with family during the holidays, but not in court. Again, don't say it in court. However, you may be able to use it if you're tired at night. Is yes, that true? and then you can just play this. We should have a, a separate podcast of disclaimers guaranteed to make you fall asleep within five minutes or Your no money or no money back. Eight five five Law Radio. You can join us. We do a thing called Case or No Case, which is a fun, fun, uh, entertaining um, little tidbit that we have. Uh, our producer gives us a scenario. We have to determine as lawyers if it's a case and if it really is a case, what the outcome is. And we we have points. We actually have a point system for us. And the and the loser, whoever gets the 50 points at the, at the end. 
uh, that the losers have to buy dinner of their choice. And, and I have had a $100 a plate dinner last time that Todd and Denise had to pay for, and so that's all that matters. We're going to talk about Weinstein again. We're following up. We did talk first hour. We've got to follow through with the Weinstein trial. A lot of interesting things about uh, the testimony, and then we're going to get into Bezos. Why is he being sued? It's very interesting who's suing him and why, and then Madonna's being sued. We're going to talk about that briefly, and then you know we're just there's so much more, and that we'll probably get through that. Our Does hour Madonna need attention? Is this what's going on? No, that's actually not. It's actually uh, it's very interesting. It has nothing to do with her wanting attention. It's it is a, a very interesting reason Somehow. why they're trying to sue her, and an interesting uh, I'm going to say plaintiff's version uh, of the of what's going on. Remember, call us at eight five five Law Radio um, and or tweet us at Radio Law Talk. But but. What everybody wants to hear is case or no case. Cal, roll it. All right, but first, as of last no, uh, case or no case. No points no for you. Uh, I know. Just sorry, just how it came out. Uh, nobody. Now it's time to play but this time, case let's see. or no case. Yeah. There it is. There it is. It started off as a dog poop complaint. A DP. woman in Michigan was miffed about her neighbor's dog doing his doggy business in and near her yard and. She talked to her neighbor. Her neighbor said, deal with it. So she called the cop a ruse. So the officer showed up at the presumed dog owner's home. And that's when the dog, you know what, hit the fan. In a unique free speech case, the guy said, look, officer, you can't do a thing for me. When the cop came up, the guy in Jackson, Michigan, threw F-bomb after F-bomb after F-bomb at the cop. Handcuffs came out along with the nasty words. And so I ask you, and I guess it's Fred, it's your turn to uh-huh. go first, case or no case? What do you mean, ca- case or no case to throw him in because he used cuss words at the officer? Swearing at the officer. officer comes to resolve a complaint. He turns at the officer. This is Michigan. And, and the officer claimed it was unruly during arrest, and therefore that allowed the officer to cuff him, hook him, and book him, as they say. Okay, so this is the poopy story. Yes, it's a dog poop story. Okay, yes. so dog poop story. So we're talking about uh, an incident that happened in Michigan. Yep. And I know, again, I am not a criminal lawyer. I am a, believe it or not, I'm, I'm a raised personal injury lawyer. Where Todd Cunin is a former criminal lawyer, a criminal prosecutor in Tennessee and in California and has his own practice. He understands this. But look, there are times that you are going to be unruly. And there are laws that an officer can arrest you for being unruly in public. And whether or not being in public unruly is determined by cursing, I think the answer could be yes in the way he was doing it. If he was doing it like if he just threw a little cuss word and was looking down or walking away, or if he was in his face cussing at him. It never ended. Every never time ended. the officer said something yes. with him, he turned at him and said, F-bomb you, F-bomb yeah, yeah, yeah. you. Like the that. answer is yeah, yes. Yeah. Right, right, Unruly right. in public, that is a case. He gets arrested. He loses. He's put in jail. I don't I don't think he's put in jail, but he gets probation And uh, because uh, – I don't know. It's not the word unruly. What's the word in public? What is it? Um uh, in, in criminal case, come on, you're the criminal lawyer. I know, but I'm not going to tell uh, you. Oh, shoot, okay. Some, anyway, something in public, like unruly. I'm trying to think of the word. Because, anyway, that's why I don't do criminal being law. Being a jerk, maybe. That a, no, be, it's not unruly. No, well, you if it was just being a jerk, I'd be guilty of that every day. Yeah, yeah. All right. Welcome All to right. my world. There's mine. <laughs> yes, it's a case, and he loses, and he does either some time or, or does uh, community service. Some penance of some sort. Yeah. Mr. Cunin, what say you? Case 
or no case in Jackson, Michigan, in the case of the F-bombing doggy owner? Uh, okay, so the guy is the one who owns the dog, right? Right. The and neighbor's fine. The neighbor's fine. This guy's dog was pooping everywhere. The cop talks to him and says, hey, you know, what about your dog? And the guy goes, blank you, blank you, blank, like blank, blank, blank. I mean, this guy never let up. Okay. According to what the officers said. All right, so a couple of things here. First off, the, the F-bombs. I know in California it would be a violation of Appeal Code Section 415. Every state has something very similar to it. It is it is the general catch-all, basically doing offensive things in public. Um, you know, if your music is too loud, that sometimes it's a 415 complaint because it's public disturbance. Yeah, that's what I was 415 looking for. 415 is a disturbance. Public disturbance. Public disturbance. Verbal 415, music 415, yes. car exhaust 415, whatever it is. And right. using uh, offensive language, curse words, things like that, that can also technically be, although there's a whole bunch of things about freedom of speech, but yes, technically that can be a violation that may give probable cause to place somebody under arrest. The other aspect of it is this, though. The officer is out there trying to investigate whether or not a crime has occurred or a violation of a city ordinance. And if the guy keeps dropping F-bombs, he is, boy, we've heard this one a lot lately, obstructing the officer in his official duties. Obstruction, and that and and Cal- his dog had an, an obstruction. That's yeah, why he couldn't. Well, uh, if he had, had an ob- if he had an obstruction, he wouldn't be pooping. He'd yeah, be. The you know, dog got his duty done. No problem. Yes. Oh, right. So, uh, so based upon the uh, disturbance of the peace, that aspect of it, as well as the fact that his language was impeding the officer's ability to conduct an investigation, the arrest would have been justified. So, case, dog poop, owner, dude. Drop an F-bomb loses. And we're going to be back. We're going to talk about it at, uh, when, when we come back. But if you want to join us, 855-LAW-RADIO. We are uh, Cal's a busy guy over there answering phones. We don't have our call screener today. It's a chief cook and bottle washer I know. And then there. we're going to talk about it after this. We're going to talk about Weinstein. And we're going to get into Bezos. Why the heck is Bezos being sued? The richest man in the world, supposedly. An interesting person is going after him, Cal. I, I don't know what the deal Richest is. Richest man in the world is probably always getting sued. That's probably imagine. true, but yeah. this one's more interesting than normal. More intimate, we could say. Yeah. Yes. yeah. So join us back. Um, I'm Fred Penny. we got Todd Cunin and Cal Hunter, our producer. Stay tuned. More Radio Law Talk is coming up on your favorite radio station and, of course, on RadioLawTalk.com. We invite you to listen whenever and wherever you choose. We'll be back. All advertising for legal services on Radio Law Talk is strictly for the state or states in which the advertiser is licensed. For more information, go to radiolawtalk.com. Jason Ross back here with Fred Penny, managing attorney from Penny & Associates Injury Lawyers. Now, Fred, what type of cases are you dealing with now, and what sets you apart? Jason, we help people with all types of personal injury cases. We're former insurance company trial lawyers. We understand the other side, which gives us a distinct advantage over our competition. Remember, we don't get paid unless we win. That's Penny & Associates Injury Lawyers with locations throughout California. For a free consultation, go to pennylawyers.com or give them a call 1-800-616-4LAW. That's P-E-N-N-E-Y lawyers.com. 
Concussion Medical Clinic knows active people run the risk of the concussion. Soccer, football, even a simple fall can lead to a brain injury. Concussion Medical Clinic can test you before you start a sports program so they can have a baseline and more quickly diagnose a concussion should one occur. They also offer expert witness services if you're involved in a concussion case, and their specialty is the treatment of concussion. So if you have suffered a concussion and want the best concussion care available, give Concussion Medical Clinic a call, 916-259-4043, 916-259-4043, Concussion Medical Clinic. This is Denise Dirks. We can represent clients in divorce, legal separation, child and spousal support, custody, termination of parental rights, step-parent adoptions, guardianships, and even conservatorship matters. Call 1-877-886-7186 for a consultation. The law offices of Denise L. Dirks provide family law services in Northern California. When the law affects your family, call 877-886-7186. The family of attorneys at Denise L. Dirks is here to help. Hi, I'm Frederick Penny of Penny & Associates Injury Lawyers. I bet you're tired of hearing lawyer commercials. So just relax and listen to music for a few seconds. When you or a family member has been injured, call 800-616-4LAW or see us at pennyandassociates.com. See, that wasn't so bad. I've got to get my car washed. This dirt, it just won't do. But I don't have no time today. I don't know what I do. Man, I know this place right down the road. Quick, quack, car wash. Hop inside, let's take a ride and watch this cat and shine. Just come and see, I guarantee your ride will steal the show. Come on, quick, quack, car wash. Don't drive that dirty car. Quick, quack, car wash. Chris, can you put the video game controller down for a second? I can talk and play. Oh, I'm totally annihilating this punk kid in Nebraska. I just feel like you're not acting like a grown-up in our relationship. M2, M2. Well, you know, you still ride your skateboard to work. There's the comic book collection, the race car bed. Look, I'm young at heart, but I put money to my 401k every paycheck. I picked up a few savings tips at feedthepig.org. I have control of my financial life now, and that feels pretty grown up. Put away a few bucks, feel like a million bucks. Putting some money from every paycheck into a savings account or contributing to your 401k can make a big difference later. For free ideas and easy tips on ways to save, go to feedthepig.org. That's feedthepig.org. So, I bet I look like a grown up to you now. Well, except for the footy pajamas, I'd have to agree. This message brought to you by the American Institute of Certified Public Accountants and the Ad Council. Oh, that's stone. Are you serious? You're listening to Radiolawtalk.com. And now back to your host, Frederick Penny. Fancy pants peanut butter? A big screen television? You haven't even brought a sofa yet. A motorcycle? When your father finds out, he's gonna flip his shoes with two buckles? What do you even need two buckles for? Mr. Big Shot, buying whiskey shots for everybody in the bar. From the looks of it, I'd say nobody even remembers. Now it's time to get back to Radio Law Talk with Todd Kunin and Fred Penny, and here they are right now. Yeah, we were talking about the case or no case about the doggy pooping, uh, cussing owner. Is that the right? Well, that would be the best thing to call it. The 
Yeah, well, you know, poop happens. I guess that's what we'd say, even with dogs. Funny. Well, that's what the dog owner said, but he said blinking poop happens, so blink, blink, blink. You know, okay, so what happens, words. Cal? Well, it's interesting. A lawsuit followed the arrest. He was arrested. Okay, so we both agreed that it was a case. All right, let me tell you. Oh, okay. Uh-oh. A lawsuit followed, and according to the suit, the plaintiff, 45-year-old Tracy Smith, went on yet another cussing tirade, yelling at the officer, blank you, several times, and the cop said, stop swearing, there are children nearby, and I'll have to arrest you for disorderly conduct. Smith replied, blank you, blank you, blank you. He apparently was in a bad mood. He had a lot of blanks in his he did. So Yeah, so he ended up in jail. The officer ended up in federal court, accused of violating Mr. Smith's First Amendment rights. Ooh. So this became a classic First Amendment case to test the limits of free expression. Right, compared to being a disorderly conduct, basically, and right. probably impeding. And the judge said, while this particular four-letter word being litigated here is perhaps more distasteful than most others of its genre, it is nonetheless true that one man's vulgarity is another man's lyric, and the court has established it as constitutionally protected free speech. There's nothing illegal about telling the police officer, blank you, said his lawyer. And by the way, this is how it worked out. The doggy owner got away with his cursing. It is one case. Each of you will get, get point. one point. But he lost. Yeah. But but the but he won this case, so he's okay to curse at the officer. Yes, so but nonetheless that's that is <laughs> case and oh, okay. Todd, that's kinda of interesting. On, uh... it, it is because one of the concerns about cases that go up on appeal like this is that, and, and this is why there are things called amicus cases, amicus briefs, which right. is if, if Fred appeals a case and goes up before the Supreme Court and then another side files their briefs and appeal, if another party can look at it and say, hey, there's an issue that you guys haven't thought of, they can file a brief to educate the court about how it works out with that specific issue. So you've got this here. I would be curious to know if anyone raised the issue about obstruction and saying that obstructed Right. What's going on? I, I, I hmm? see. As see, we don't have all the facts. We don't know to what degree. He and the was officer doing didn't. Char- he just charged him with being a potty mouth because of the children. Yes. So uh, what happened? <laughs> apparently, is the officer may have gotten caught up in the emotion of the moment. Mm-hmm. Which instead happens. of saying you're obstructing me, he said you're using language that children are finding offensive and your neighbor finds offensive. And by the way, I got dog poop on my shoes when I came over to talk to you. <laughs> <laughs> right? There we go. So so obviously he did not um, in writing up his charges proper that particular case, which is one of the reasons I found it interesting. Do we know how long ago that was? I don't. I'll have to look it up. Yeah. Interesting. Okay. But in Michigan, where, you know, uh, uh, where a guy says it's used in a, in a lyric. So one guy's All rap right. artist lyric is, a, is another guy's curse word. So there you go. Yo, yo, yo. Speaking of yo-yo-yo. I think it was blank yo-yo-yo. Yes, it was. was. We've been talking about Weinstein quite a a bit, and we talked about it in our first hour. But but to follow through, we've gone through this this trial, and we're not going to beat a dead horse because it's been going on, but there's so much going on with this trial, we wanted to cover it. But briefly, it's now time the prosecution has rested. Uh, They did recall uh, Miss Wolf, uh, who was a prior bad axe, brought in testimony about the way... Uh, she was treated by Mr. Weinstein. Yes. Um, and and then the defense is supposed to come in with two, three days worth of witnesses, and then this, and then uh, the prosecution can cross-examine, do some redirect or or uh, bring uh, rebuttal witnesses. Absolutely. And then so can defense, and then we can try to 
in this thing by next week. But who's going to come? Uh, one of the people. Let's. We, what, how do we say it? Scoria. Did we did we figure out how to say it? Oh, we just we, I we just, just looked at. Oh, Shora. 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 There, there we Shora. Miss Shora. They, they the, the defense is supposed to call Mr. Light, who is apparently a friend of Miss Shora. Miss Shora was one of the one that testified that she was sexually assaulted by. No, no, no. She was the one that said uh, that that Miss Mann, who was sex, who was alleging sexual assault, she told her what had happened. Now, Shora alleged Shora was one of those who alleged that she had been assaulted okay, by Harvey Weinstein, but hers was one of those that it's not part of the charge defense. Right. Hers was those that showed that he had done this in the past and this is how he does stuff. And who was it? The uh, uh, another actress was called who corroborated the There's fact that Shora had told her right. this had happened to it. Shora was the woman. They said, why didn't you go to Stallone or Schwarzenegger and, and tell them about it? Stallone or, no, the other actor on that. Because uh... they were all in the show Copland together, right. and it happened around the same time that film premiered because some of the alleged incidents occurred at the Cannes Film Festival where that film was being reviewed. So we're, we're all the way through, and all this testimony yes. has occurred. Go back and listen to our podcast. You'll hear it. But now we're at defense. Uh, they're going to bring their witnesses in, and they started on Thursday. That was Weinstein's yes. defense. And they bring an individual by the name of Paul Felcher. Paul Felcher is a, a former ICM, which is a talent agency agent, and uh, score, uh, uh, Shora, who has testified about these prior bad acts of Mr. Weinstein um, is now going to basically rebut those to some degree. Yes. And, and, and he's testifying that basically she brings it up and she said, oh, I did some crazy things with Harvey Weinstein and kind of played it down like it was not a big deal. I think that's the kind of the what what they're trying to insinuate. And, um, and, and he says, yeah, I don't recall all the details. But basically, it was my understanding she fooled around with him. Now, the issue is that I'm I'm kind of worried about not worried about if I was the the prosecutor. I mean, in the defense, the cross examination of some of his emails and texts to Harvey Weinstein were kind of not too good. Didn't make him look good. It, it does tend it, it tends to cut against him, but it also tends to corroborate what he claims he told uh, Shora. We'll talk about that when we come back. I mean, he said he was a good friend of hers, that she told him some things, and we'll take a look at his response and what he said he would have done when that come, when we come back yeah. from this break. And then we're going to finish up on the Friday, what happened on Friday, and then we're going to move on to the Bezos lawsuit. We'll be back. Lots of stuff still to come right here on Radio Law Talk on your radio station where you're listening at, of course, every Saturday and by by demand on radiolawtalk.com. We'll be right back. Hold on. All advertising for legal services on Radio Law Talk is strictly for the state or states in which the advertiser is licensed. For more information, go to radiolawtalk.com. Not all law firms have extensive experience in all areas of the law. It's wise to look for firms that have knowledge and understanding in your particular area of concern. So go to ProLawFirms.com. They have listings of attorneys in key areas of practice, such as family law, estate planning, personal injury, bankruptcy, and so forth. When you're looking for a lawyer that has extensive experience in your particular area of need, go to ProLawFirms.com. That's ProLawFirms.com. 
ProLawFirms.com is not a law firm and does not endorse or recommend any specific law firm. If you're one of those independent people who wants your own business and you love food service, we just might have a great opportunity for you. Iceberg Drive-Ins. Iceberg is famous for its thick shakes and delicious food. We lend you our supply chain and expertise, and you can potentially have a thriving, successful, fun business that your customers will love. Iceberg Drive-Ins has some prime areas available right now, so if you're interested, get in touch with us right away. Go to icebergdrivein.com and click on the Contact Us button. Iceberg Drive-In, ready to grow with you. I'm going to quick quack car wash, get my car washed, make it quick quack, pretty shiny, sexy, just because I want to don't drive dirty, going to get my car suds in the quick quack car wash. It's the quick quack, quickest and the cleanest by far, we're talking three skinny minutes sitting right in your car, wash a hundred feet of cloth, washing your car at the quick quack car wash. Any Honda, Mazda, Ford, or Chevy, Sauber, Cadillac, quick whack them, spruce her up, just like that. You'll be happy, looking snappy, you'll be glad you was asked a quick whack. Car wash it on the web and go to DontDriveDirty.com and see where you got your closest quick whack in the local area. Get in your car, get in your truck. Get on the road, come visit the dock at the Quick Quack Car Wash, where your car will always leave happy, guaranteed. They take pride in being clean and green by conserving and recycling the water they use only at the Quick Quack Car Wash. Quack Quack. Even in the... Radio Law Talk. I like that show. This is Radio Law Talk. Have you ever been mired in the mud before and you just can't get out of it? I'm trying to get out of Weinstein talking about it, but there's so much. I just want to finish up here and get on to the Bezos thing, but it's like I'm mired in the mud, well, it's, Todd. It, it, it's, the it's a lot like, you know when traffic slows down and you're wondering, what the heck is the deal here? When you finally get up, it's not that there's anything in the lane of traffic. It's because there's something off to the side, an accident, some crazy thing, and everybody's slowing down to watch. They're all rubbernecking and it just slows the traffic down. Well, that's what this is it's hard to just go by this and not look at the side and see the carnage and wreckage and everything that is this trial <laughs> well let's just finalize it so what sure. happened lauren young is now in a, another prior bad acts testimony she testified uh, late in the week i'm not going to give the details she just she claimed sexual assault also um uh, back in february 2013 the big issue here is um the big issue, and this is, then we're going to jump into what 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 they're doing on cross examination. I just wanted to step back. Sure, on this. sure. The big issue is they just she it had to do with the dress. I mean, yeah. Almost like the Clinton thing, you know. It had to do with the dress, and she couldn't find it apparently. And now the defense brought a motion for a mistrial because she says, oh, by the way, I just found the dress, and I'm going to give it to prosecution. So apparently. That's, that's an issue. Yeah, apparently, after 20 years, nobody knows what a dry cleaner is. That's, That's exactly, all I'm going to say. That's all I'm going to say, too. So on cross-examination of this talent agent uh, uh, by the name of uh, – what was his name? I can't remember the guy's name. Uh, oh, Felcher. Felcher. Um, he brings up the fact, Todd, you were mentioning, that his whole point is if this incident would have occurred with Shore, where she says where that he – you know, assaulted her, um, sexually assaulted her, he would have, she would have told him, and or if it was something more serious, he would have done something about it. Exactly. Remember, what Shora said was, 
I was with Weinstein. We got done going to this dinner, this award show. He walked me to my apartment. And the next thing I know, he's pushing me in the apartment and forcing himself on me. Right. Okay. And 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 shine and uh, what is it? Feldsher? Feldsher. Feldsher says, look. Uh, she told me she fooled around with him and did some crazy things, but if she had told me that, I can't imagine that I wouldn't have pursued it and wouldn't have done anything about it. Now, on cross-examination, on cross-examination, they, the prosecution, cross-examining this guy because he's a defense witness, brought up a few statements that uh, Feldsher had made, one of which was in reference to what Feldsher would have done if one of his daughters had complained about the things that Harvey Weinstein is accused of doing. And he said, this is a quote, I'm going to leave one word out. Right, leave the word out. If a lot of those girls had been my daughter, I would have wanted to beat the blank out of you. Now, that's a quote that he allegedly told Weinstein. Now, the prosecution is bringing this out to show that... Uh, that he had a dislike for what Weinstein was was alleged to have done. And they're also going to try to show that by saying this, somehow Feldsher is agreeing that the conduct occurred. But that statement arguably corroborates, and this is where it cuts against the prosecution, it arguably corroborates his previous statement about what he would have done if Shora had told him that she was assaulted by Weinstein. Because remember, he told he told the court, if she had told me that, I can't imagine I wouldn't have done something about it. he's friends with her. Because he's friends with her. Right. So the argument is, well, if this guy would have beat the you-know-what out of Weinstein if it had been one of his daughters, it makes sense that he also would have pursued it if one of his close friends had the same, issue. The same allegations, right. and that never happened. That's the argument. So. And it goes on and on, and they cross-examine. But we're not going well, to – I'm done with this. We're yes, done. Yes. We're going to talk about it next week, believe it or not, and hopefully it wraps up next week. Let's get into Jeff Bezos. Yes, Jeff much, Bezos, much more interesting. Uh, well, he's the Amazon guy, right? Exactly. And so he's he's got a few bucks, and he's getting a divorce from his wife, and apparently he's seeing a young lady by the name of Lauren Sanchez who is on television as a television um, – uh, newscaster, much much like Cal Hunter would be. Yes. In fact, as, she is as beautiful as Cal is handsome. Pretty close. She's so, right there. Right there. And I, I didn't I didn't want to say anything, but you know, Cal. Uh, every once in a while, you're just gonna have to remind me to you know. Wandering eyes. Yes, it, uh, <laughs> I cut quite a figure in my casual yeah, clothes. Yeah, yeah. Wait for me, to Todd. My, my eyes are up here. Okay. All right. We're good. We're good. <laughs> I am just throwing up. I just threw up in my mouth. I just so anyway, out right here. So she's a, and they have this little thing going on. Now, now her situation is um, her brother, Michael Sanchez, is basically early on has been kind of like her agent, her, li- her liaison, her helping her with her career. And this is her older brother. And um, and something happens. Well, what happens is she gets involved with Bezos, mm-hmm. and uh, Bezos hires an, uh, an individual. Unless this is what his allegation is, the, the, the brother of his new girlfriend, and things change after that. So Sanchez, his new girlfriend's brother, now sues Bezos, saying he disparaged him. Yeah. And why? Well, you know, look, the whole relationship with Sanchez was supposed to be on the down low when it started because Bezos was still married to his wife, McKenzie. And lo and behold, the National Enquirer got a hold of some photos of Mr. Bezos in a, let's say, not too flattering position. 
Uh, well, I don't know, he might have thought it was flattering. He's been working out, but it's just not something you normally see in first-run press, right? Right, right. right. And they uh, published those. The cat was out of the bag. I didn't see that, by the way. So I, I, I didn't see it. I mean, I'm not looking up stuff. I don't. I don't Google Jeff Bezos or anything. But so those were out there, and Bezos claimed that Sanchez's brother, this guy who's the plaintiff in this case, was the one who leaked those photos, and so he's suing for defamation. Well, at least that's what he's Michael Sanchez is alleging. That's what he's alleging. He, yes. he, so Bezos made that allegation, said uh, that Sanchez did it, and so now Sanchez is suing for defamation, saying, oh, no, I didn't. And he's also suing Gavin DeBecker, who was Bezos' security consultant, because apparently DeBecker claimed and said that Michael Sanchez— uh, was involved in a conservative conspiracy with the likes of Trump advisors Roger Stone and Carter Page and the Saudi government to take down Jeff Bezos. So based on those allegations, Michael Sanchez is suing Bezos and DeBecker. Claim, the allegation, one of the allegations in the complaint apparently was Bezos is the richest man in the world. Uh, I, I, I would be surprised if Bezos's lawyer files a general denial. We deny that allegation. Or, or if it's just a general denial to every paragraph in the complaint except for that one. Yeah, he's pretty dang rich. Well, and I'm <laughs> sure if Bezos was a poor guy on welfare, he would have sued him too, right? Oh, yeah, absolutely. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah. But you so. know that the way lawyer things work. His lawyer may have dragged him into court in homeless clothing. Yes. You know, flies buzzing about at a brown paper bag for lunch just to prove Mr. Bezos' poverty. Not that Lori would ever try to. That, that would. Uh, <laughs> hi, my name's my name's Jeff Bezos, man of the people. <laughs> exactly, that's what I'm saying. I mean, That'd he be is. Funny. A, Bezos is on a world tour right now. The thing I found because he's apparently traveling. Pictures of him are showing up everywhere in various locations. He and uh, Lauren Sanchez are doing this world whirlwind tour. Although I found it interesting that they had this allegation that uh, somebody had claimed that Bezos was part of a conservative conspiracy with the likes of Trump and Stone and Carter Page. Um, Last week, maybe it was a week and a half ago, there was, during this whole impeachment garbage that was going on, there was a, a formal dinner and a bunch of people went to it, Mitt Romney, a bunch of the Republicans, and a bunch of Democrats went to it, and there was a party held after, an after party. I wasn't invited It to was that. held at the house of Jeff Bezos in Washington, D.C., and... Oh, a lot of people were very upset because they, they just saw, oh, my gosh, look at all these people here that are conservative and it's undoing all of this. I mean, good heavens, get your allegations straight about the guy. Is he pro-Trump or anti-Trump? Is he pro-conservative? Is he liberal? Whatever. Both sides are accusing him of being something. All he is really is wealthy. And a good and an Amazon guy. And an Amazon guy. I mean, he started Amazon out of his garage. Imagine that. So anyway, we're going to follow this. This has just started. The lawsuits are flying yeah. with the uh, f- family members. That's a shocker that family members are suing one another. That I, never happens. That never happens. Uh, but I... then we've got Madonna. Now Madonna <laughs> apparently said, in uh, let me let me let me get the, the the date. Apparently in November 2019, and this is through some sources, uh, that she told an audience in San Francisco uh, during a concert of some sort. That she has a torn ligament and a bad knee. Now, we're setting that up for a reason. So that she's struggling with a few ailments. Well, what happens is she comes to New York. She's doing a concert. And she the concert starts at X amount of time. And I've done it. I've been there before. 
and she shows up three hours after the concert's supposed to start. It's she starts the concert. And we have some fans suing her, and the allegations and their damages are very interesting, what they're trying to argue. And this isn't the first one. This is out of New York. Uh, she also got sued another time for uh, the, the same basic thing. So what we're, we're going to talk about what they say their damages were because she didn't show up. We'll be back. Or didn't show up. Showed up late. We'll be back. More Radio Law Talk is coming right up right here. Don't go away. The show continues after this. All advertising for legal services on Radio Law Talk is strictly for the state or states in which the advertiser is licensed. For more information, go to radiolawtalk.com. Jason Ross back here with Fred Penny, managing attorney from Penny & Associates Injury Lawyers. Now, Fred, what type of cases are you dealing with now, and what sets you apart? Jason, we help people with all types of personal injury cases. We're former insurance company trial lawyers. We understand the other side, which gives us a distinct advantage over our competition. Remember, we don't get paid unless we win. That's Penny & Associates Injury Lawyers with locations throughout California. For a free consultation, go to pennylawyers.com or give them a call 1-800-616-4LAW. That's P-E-N-N-E-Y lawyers.com. This is Denise Dirks. We can represent clients in divorce, legal separation, child and spousal support, custody, termination of parental rights, step-parent adoptions, guardianships, and even conservatorship matters. Call 1-877-886-7186 for a consultation. The law offices of Denise L. Dirks provide family law services in Northern California. When the law affects your family, call 877-886-7186. The family of attorneys at Denise L. Dirks is here to help. If you are trying to quit drinking or doing too many drugs, listen to me. You don't know me and we'll never meet. I had a problem like you once. I drank and used to party a little too much till it got out of control and almost ruined my life. I realized I needed help to fix my problem before it totally destroyed me. If you've tried to fix your drinking and drug problem and you know you can't do it alone, you need to call the National Treatment Advisors. They'll immerse you into a 30-day program to replace your old habits with new habits and totally change your life. And if you have PPO, private health insurance, the entire program may be covered. Fix your problem right now before it gets any worse. Get clean. Call now and learn more. 800-296-1252. Concussion Medical Clinic knows active people run the risk of the concussion. Soccer, football, even a simple fall can lead to a brain injury. Concussion Medical Clinic can test you before you start a sports program so they can have a baseline and more quickly diagnose a concussion should one occur. They also offer expert witness services if you're involved in a concussion case, and their specialty is the treatment of concussion. So if you have suffered a concussion and want the best concussion care available, give Concussion Medical Clinic a call. 916-259-4043. 916-259-4043. Concussion Medical Clinic. If you're one of those independent people who wants your own business and you love food service, we just might have a great opportunity for you. Iceberg Drive-Ins. Iceberg is famous for its thick shakes and delicious food. We lend you our supply chain and expertise, and you can potentially have a thriving, successful, fun business that your customers will love. Iceberg Drive-Ins has some prime areas available right now, so if you're interested, get in touch with us right away. Go to icebergdrivein.com and click on the Contact Us button. Iceberg Drive-In. Ready to grow with you. 
Hi, my name is Lily. My mom and dad used to fight about money all the time. Then one day, I heard them talking about this guy. Some uncle I never knew called Uncle Sam. Well, they say this Uncle Sam guy wanted them to pay him like a gazillion dollars. And they didn't have a gazillion dollars. So they called this company they heard on the radio called The Tax Doctor. And The Tax Doctor worked with Uncle Sam's people. I think they're called the IRS. And they're able to work it out so my mom and dad didn't have to pay Uncle Sam very much money at all. So now mom and dad are happy, and I'm happy too. Thanks, Tax Doctor. If you owe $10,000 or more to the IRS or state, call now and pay less. 800-263-2610. 800-263-2610. That's 800-263-2610. is Radio Law Talk. And now, back to the show. So what the, the allegations are that because they got, this show went so late, they, did, they just couldn't leave. <laughs> they had to wait for the three hours for Madonna to come on. And apparently she's having some ailments. They're, that's the allegations. Um, and that they missed their train, and they're in New York. They couldn't get back home. They did not, they, the show ended at 1 a.m. And, uh, they, it also affected their work and their school plans, and they're suing for breach of contract, loss of value, false advertisement, and negligent misrepresentation. Now, I don't know what the – you know, this could be a case or no case, but I don't know. I'm not quite sure about that. But there's another action just like this filed in Florida by all other fans that are claiming the same thing. That they're, she's showing up so late that it's, it's basically – you know, it's a breach of contract and loss of that. False advertisement. The, the, the show starts at this time, apparently. Negligent misrepresentation. And we're going to see where this goes. Well, it's I'd, interesting. I'd be curious to look at the language in the ticket. Now, in the past, mm-hmm. we've talked about waivers and liability and, and how on the back of the ticket, it'll say something like, uh, any accident that happens here, the owners of the venue are not liable for injuries. And as Fred has said repeatedly, yet those are not. <laughs> Those aren't valid. You can't waive negligence well, well, to somebody else. Well, let me else. back up. Be careful to say that. They're difficult. They're difficult. Yes. Yeah, it, it's not an ironclad. This is not. Right. Well, the same thing, I think, would be, or a similar idea would be true here. I'd be curious to see on the ticket if the start time is listed as a guaranteed start time or a scheduled yes. start time or an anticipated start time. And if there's any language in the ticket or anywhere else that says, you know, these these times are subject to change. Now, I'll give you a classic example. Take football, right? The last game of the year, now I know we're nationwide, and, and I'm still mourning the 49ers' loss of the Super Bowl. I don't want to offend anybody, but Me yes, too. that, that was, was hard. But I, I like the Chiefs, too. I like the Chiefs. I, I, I do, and I was very happy for Andy Reid, the coach of the Chiefs. But I'm thinking to the 49ers' last game of the year against the Seahawks, I believe it was. And it was a scheduled start time. It was supposed to be a 1.30 game on the West Coast. But because of... Because of the importance of the game and how much was riding on it, I mean, if the 49ers win, they're the top seed. If they lose, they're the fifth seed and have to play all the playoff games on the road. ESP, no, uh, NBC, Football Night in America on NBC, 
And the NFL changed the start time of the game from 1.30 to 5.30, so they get national coverage. Yeah, the league reserves the right to flex those games. Yeah. Right. So what and if you're a season ticket holder, you play, you come all the way down from, who knows, Reno or Las Vegas or whatever, and you're there, the 1.30 game, and you just can't make the late game because you have to be to work the next morning I know. or whatever. Right? But yeah. you're put on notice that these things, these times are subject to change. Well, I want to see what the ticket says in this one. Is, yeah. it, is it subject to change? Because, look, if there is... If there is one class of entertainer that would be prone to being late for whatever reason, it's musicians. <laughs> so I, I, I just and, – and to file a class action lawsuit, to certify a class, look, if you individually think you got hosed by this, call the, call the venue and ask for your $250 back for your ticket. But, Paul and, McCartney was an hour late when I saw him. I didn't complain. No, yeah, I was three just hours glad to see him. Kinda, three hours is getting up way. there. That's, That's not. Yeah. That happens a lot of times. They definitely show up late. I, I, I don't know if I've ever seen one. Go ahead, Cal. But I do have a question, and that is, I, I was surprised to hear about this. A, somebody paid money to see Madonna? Oh, I mean, come on. What's yeah. going on? <laughs> what is going on in the world we live yeah, in? I know. <laughs> but, you know, I always say, well, why didn't you just get up and leave if you wanted? But it's interesting how... Their whole next day was affected by this, and, and it's actually a class action. It's not just one. They want to bring multiple. So I, I would also be curious. So they're, they're bringing a class action, and probably, let, let's say the venue seats, what, 20,000 people, just hypothetically. So I guess the class action would be upon would be representing a class of 20,000 people. I would be curious to know how many of the 20,000, when they get notice of this, want to opt out of the class because aside from being, as opposed to being upset by this, they were actually happy that even though she showed up late, she still gave them a full three-hour show like they paid for. It. And we'll deal with it. And it was an awesome show. We thought it was great. On a bad knee. On a bad knee. So. I, I, I'm, I'm, you know what? Leave if you're not happy. Uh, that's know? what I leave. If you're not but happy. if you leave, can you go up to the box office and say, hey, dude, I've got to go. I want my money back. I don't know. I, I, well, that's what you get for buying a Madonna ticket. I don't think oh, that there's. You're right, kind of. <laughs> <laughs> I don't think there's anything preventing you from going up and asking. Yeah. <laughs> Whether they give you anything, it's another issue. Right, right. So I guess you know what. Speaking of concerts and 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 stuff like that, and entertainment, The Lion King. Uh-huh. Now this is an interesting, supposed. It's not a case. Usually we talk about ones that have been filed, yeah. but a, a, in in California, in Berkeley, a poor. You know, it was a very lower-end uh, financial. What's the word? I mean, the, the, the not it's not the rich section of Ca- of Cal Berkeley area had a had a school. They had a fundraiser. It's a grammar school, and they and they showed the Lion King so the kids would be entertained while they did this little fundraiser. It was a, it was a parents' night out. Yeah, yes, yeah, yes. that's exactly right. And they're trying to just to get some money for the kids. And and guess what? They get a they get a note from a licensing company from Disney saying you owe us two hundred and fifty dollars for illegally screening the movie. Because guess what? There are rules and and regulations uh, that say you have to pay in order if you're screening in a public place. Exact and quote it says as follows. Here's the general rule: Anytime a movie shown outside of the home, legal permission is needed to show it as it's considered a public performance. That's an email which was obtained by CNN from the Disney company. Well, it's, it's one of Disney's representatives. Especially if admission is charged. That's exa- because, well, right. Or they're raising money. Right. And um, a movie shown for any entertainment reason, even if it's in the classroom, they're saying it, it's, it's, you need to obtain a public performance license. 
And generally speaking, I know that's the law. You, yeah. you got to be very careful in, in you know, oh, we're going to do a fundraiser and we're going to show the Lion King. You, you really cannot do that. But, but here's what's, what's something that's interesting. Now, this is what I want to get to. And so it's 250 bucks. So, they, so some people have said we're going to donate the 250, some parents, and, and it's all taken care of. But they made a stink, and they want to pound Disney. You know, I'm going to say that the godfather of the children's movies. And, 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 and guess what the argument is? And this is what just throws me uh, in a loop. Their argument is because Disney's rich, they should not have to follow. Disney is not uh, uh, under that law because they're Not too really rich. harmed, they would say, because you of what? their wealth. Well, they don't yeah. have to. The law needs to be followed, but for Disney, it's an exception. In fact, one of the parents said as follows. They said as follows. It's just so appalling that an incredibly wealthy corporation is having its licensed agents chase after the PTA. And then they go on and say, this is just, I'm sorry, but I know we're politically neutral. This is neutral. Berkeley. This is Berkeley. I, yeah. I know we're politically neutral. We would be uh, enthusiastic about paying the license fee to Disney if Disney was willing to have their properties reassessed and pay some additional property taxes because under Prop 13, they're paying taxes from 1979 and they should be paying higher property taxes. And so they bring a property tax issue in to the fact that they're showing a Disney movie in a public place and not getting the property. Which is a hot issue in California yeah, right now. It's an it initiative is. on the ballot. But, but still, but, but come on. Did, but this ended up nicely at the end. Did you hear the end? Well, that? the end was someone paid for it. Uh, someone, the chairman of Disney, the CEO of Disney, said, I'll, I'll, I'll cover that cost. Yeah, no and that's, that's smart. Yeah. Guess what? Yeah. Disney said, no, you have to still pay it, right. but we're going to cover the cost. Right. Because you got to follow the law. And I'm telling you, it doesn't matter if you're a billionaire or you're worth a buck. If that's the law, you follow the law. I, I agree. I absolutely agree with that. But I also think that the parents making a stink about it and saying what they said – we're justified in saying, look, if you're going to say that we have to follow the law and pay your 250 bucks, even though you're this wealthy company and 250 bucks is literally nothing to you, then we are going to make you follow the law to jump through every dang hoop to get it, including having the public know that you're coming after us. I can tell you that Disney recently, or in the last couple of years, has run, in, they've run into an issue where their legal department is doing things that maybe the upper echelon doesn't. They went after some guy who made a fan film for Star Wars that had permission from George Lucas to do it, and then after it was published, went and got all, they, they made a claim on it on YouTube, that's right. And yeah. Lucas had to step in and say, hold on, folks. I said he could do it, and they backed off. I'm just waiting for Disney, because they own a lot of sports stuff, to finally come in and say, you know that any reproduction or rebroadcast of any accounts of this game is expressly prohibited? When you're sitting around the water cooler saying, hey, did you see that long bomb in last night's game? And then get a cease and desist, because you talked about the game. Well, uh, I don't know. Yeah, I mean, that'd yeah. be crazy. Disney's credit, they're protecting their turf. They That's exactly right. Property. And say, so, where does it end? We'll be back. Third hour, right? Yep. More later. Law Talk is coming up right here. Don't go away. You have been listening to RadioLawTalk.com, a copyrighted presentation of Radio Law Talk Incorporated.
age of 50 and considering buying an annuity in the next 60 days, I have some important news for you. Don't buy an annuity until you understand the pros and cons of annuities. A free book to help you maximize your retirement income from television host and three-time author Josh Melberg has been released. This book reveals little-known truths about annuity strategies in simple-to-understand terms. Grab a pen right now because we are about to offer you this free book that unlocks the five little-known secrets we believe baby boomers and seniors should know before buying an annuity. Call 800-985-1813 now and you'll receive a free copy of Josh Milberg's book, Next Gen Annuity Strategies Revealed. As a bonus, we'll also send you a copy of The Number One Mistakes Retirees Are Making With Their Investments Today and a free DVD on how you can get up to 33% more income in retirement. Call 800-985-1813 now. Again, that's 800-985-1813. Employees of J.D. Milberg Financial have the appropriate licenses for the products they offer.